Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Syrupcast, Mobile Syrup's Canadian tech-focused podcast. I'm Patrick O'Rourke, and Brad Bennett, a man who continues to refer to himself as the bad boy of tech, He's across the internet from me. How are you doing, Brad? Your room is yellow. It's Nikon colored. Yep. Um, yeah, just uh, haven't painted it, but it's looking pretty good, pretty fresh. I'm feeling fresh as well. It's a, it's a Wednesday. I don't know. I've been feeling good today. I don't know if anyone saw my tweet, but I had Lucky Charms in my coffee, and I think I'm just like... In your coffee? Yeah, yeah. Too much like, sugar. Yeah, it was a streamlined breakfast tweet attempt, and... Uh, followed it through now here i am i appreciate the commitment thank you our uh resident pokemon expert dean daly is also joining us on the podcast today how are you doing dean good good i i didn't realize that nikon was yellow until you just pointed that out i for some reason i thought canon was a yellow what color is canon canon's red dude you have a canon don't you yes yes i do what color is sony Sony is black. like this orangey gold color and black. Yeah, they have okay. like an orange accent. And then Fuji's got that green and red. And then oh, Panasonic's, Panasonic's blue. Yeah, I don't really know Panasonic what? and Olympus what their colors are. But if you see Panasonic. Olympus is white. I think Olympus is white. I have an Olympus camera. I just bought one. No, Olympus is blue and yellow. What? That's what really? Google says. Okay. Anyways, this isn't a camera branding <laughs> color podcast as much as I would like to just talk about that and american pie for an hour we we have yeah. other things to talk about let's dive into um, pantone values <laughs> this week we're going to talk about uh pokemon legends arceus i looked it up how to pronounce it it's 100 yeah, it's arceus. arceus it's oh, not yeah, arceus because no. i knew i was gonna like think of that the first time i said it on the podcast dean's yeah. reviews live on the site now by the time this podcast is up you should be able to um, read it but we're also going to talk about the game because it's a very new direction for the pokemon franchise and then we're also going to talk about the Galaxy S21 FE um, and why that phone even exists, especially with the fact it. in mind that like the S22 will likely be revealed in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, but before we get to all that, Bennett, please hit us with the hottest news of the week. Yeah, so there's not a whole lot going on this week. Um, there's a bunch of like Tesla stuff, like they might be testing a new horn and the Cybertruck got turned off and it's got like regular truck plastic mirrors, but that's kind of lame. And, and a huge back wiper. Into it. Or is it a front yeah. wiper? It's a back it's wiper. Isn't a it? front wiper, front wiper, front wiper. Huge front wiper. Um, but in more fun news, YouTube Shorts gets over 5 trillion views in two years. So it's proving that it's like a more legitimate platform, which to me as someone who started doing more YouTube stuff was kind of interesting. You're doing Shorts um, on our channel. Yep, started doing shorts on our channel, uh, potentially to like expand that to more like vertical platforms like Snapchat and TikTok and stuff. But we're testing it out on shorts, and so far it's kind of fun. But it's tough to get the audience used to it, I think, because they're so different and they show up like on regular YouTube. It's it's a weird thing, but 
it seems like it's a form of content that's here to stay. And actually, the more that I do it, it's kind of nice to have those like videos to be like, here's the thing I don't want to make a whole video about, but like one minute, there you go. I can just like say it or show it off or whatever. And it's more casual. Um, but born in the like Canadian space, Bell, Let's Talk, and Brain Canada donate $4 million to mental health projects, which is kind of, you know, classic Canadian news. But I'm just kind of like wondering in today's sort of atmosphere, how do you guys feel about things like Bell, Let's Talk, and these like corporate um, charity things that sort of like rely on the public to generate the money? It just, it always think- seems weird to me. Like, why doesn't Bell just give the money? Why do we have to like be involved? I hate it. I feel I like that, it, but I don't. I feel like it has a lot of like negative. Like people are always like, "Where does the money even go?" and blah blah blah. And yeah, what you're just saying. But I still feel like there's some positivity to the fact that it just gets us people talking about mental health. That's true. Um, Actually, you're right. Yeah. It's, it spurs a lot of conversation. It has like a lot of like normalization in it. If you're normalizing mental health with it, uh, I mean, I wish they would just give the money to organizations already, but um, that's not the situation. <sighs> You're actually right. I didn't think about that conversation thing, but from literally my entire life, from like high school to now, like every time like Battle Let's Day happens, like there's always lots of stuff I see like on social media and like people like are always talking. And you're right. That's actually probably really important in like mental health, getting those day or two days pretty the, good. The, the big thing with it is like Bell is not um, generally speaking like a great company with a great track record for even treating its own employees well. There's been all kinds of ports that have come out against like aggressive sales targets for people that work in bell on the sales side of things um like stuff related to their benefits and and like mental door-to-door marketing stuff a few years ago too yeah there's all kinds of stuff so there's like that side of it but i I do think that it like at least brings that conversation to the forefront in in a very public way um there's also controversy about like how much money bell actually donates from the campaign there's all kinds of stuff um i think we've covered it quite a bit yeah. in the past. And we even had like a very brief news post about it yesterday. But um, I mean, I, I guess it's it's like, it's, it's better than nothing. But the thing that I always remember is like, companies aren't people and Bell doesn't do this like out of the goodness of its own heart, right? It does it so that you like, when you think of Bell, you think of the company in a more positive light. It's like when Apple introduces a new feature, um, like oh, what's the stuff that like lets you um, limit how long you can use certain apps? in ios DRM? remember the name no oh like limiting uh, like how long you can be on social media screen or screen time screen time yes screen time um stuff like that like apple's not doing that because it like wants to be your friend right it like it's doing it so that it gets more positive coverage that shines a light on that aspect of the new feature that it's adding and paints the broader company in a in a more glowing glowing way that's that's what this yeah. is always about like whenever a big company donates something or does a campaign or adds a feature that doesn't necessarily make the money but makes users happy there's always like another another side to it yeah actually this doesn't want to be our friend no no (laughs) No. apple just wants your money definitely not um this one's not as bad but the thing that i've been seeing a lot is like at cash registers it's like those like new little like tap stands and if you've seen them where it's like hey like donate like i think tim hortons has them. it's like donate to camp day and it's like a nfc tap thing where you can just like tap to donate a dollar and it's just like Instead of like putting the dollar in the box, I just like tap things. You just donate, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'll, like that also had me kind of being like, oh, like I, you know, it's, it's why am I donating? Because I'm like me, me, you know, one person. You're Tim Hortons with billions of dollars. Seems crazy. Anyway, the world is on. awful. <laughs> yeah. 
moving on to more tech news. Uh, this one is not something we can super talk about now, but we just have a guide sort of leading up to Canada's decision on Huawei gear and the whole like 5G infrastructure thing. I mean, that's been sort of ongoing for well, like four years, pretty much the entire time I've been at Mobile Syrup. So it seems like that might be coming to a close and Nita has gotten an explainer of sort of like what's happened, where we are, and what might happen with the Huawei 5G decision up on the site. I think we're expecting a decision in the in the next couple of weeks, but it's been delayed so many times and there's so many questions that still need to be answered. Like, uh, will the carriers be reimbursed for money that they've invested in Huawei equipment? Right. That's like one of the big things. There's all kinds of stuff, but uh, yeah, NIDA's explainer is really good. It's, it's just like a very brief to the point recap of everything that's happened thus far because um, we're expecting a decision at some point soon. Part of me thinks that's not going to happen, but it might. Yeah. 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 Honestly, it might not happen too. What, or it might happen and then nothing just might happen because of it. Like what happened with the thing we were talking about the other day where we were just getting really mad at Mobile Syrup because um, the shake and stirred controversy where it's like they had implemented the shake and stir rules, but, or they had the mandate for the shake and stir rules had passed, but no carriers were actually implementing shake and stir rules. And we were like getting yeah. into that. So that's something that could happen again. Who knows? I got but six last... spam calls yesterday. So six that stuff Jeez. doesn't actually work. Legitimately six. No exaggeration. I realized Alex I exaggerated a lot. Yeah. I got one in the morning, one in the afternoon, another one in the afternoon, and then three in the evening. And I even Jeez. started calling one of them back and the person kept <laughs> just, just for fun. I was bored. Um, and just then, to let I... you know, buddy, that's been me this whole time. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Dean's just like he's, every he's time Pat he sees like yeah. Pat typing in Slack, he's like, "Oh, it might be coming for me." To distract him with a phone call. Hundred um, percent. <laughs> but yeah, the last bit of news actually comes from Dean. Dean wrote this one. Well, it comes from Samsung, but, you wrote it, but it's a uh, Samsung okay. Impact event set for February 9th, um, which we're assuming will be the Galaxy S twenty two series reveal. Potentially so the new note replacement might be a galaxy s might be something completely different yeah like for sure it'll be the s22 like they say it in the invite like it has like the s and then and if you watch the full animation yeah. it turns into 22 and you're like okay well i guess it's s22 what i guess is kind of like a rumor is whether or not we'll have the tab s8 series as oh, well oh the tab okay cool. yeah. oh yeah, yeah the some tab. tablets that you love bennett <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um but yeah, excited for that, maybe, kind of. Yeah, I, I guess we'll talk about it when we get to the S21, S21. FE section. But yeah. I yeah, we'll talk about it then. I won't get into it now, but um, I'm less excited for the S22 series, I think, than I have been for, for any Samsung phone in, ever, I think, uh, based on I the think... rumors and the leaks and stuff we've seen. I haven't been following it, so maybe the leaks have like this isn't happening anymore. But uh, so correct me, just cut me off if I'm like super wrong. But is this one where we might like I, I'm pretty sure this is one where we might be getting the pen back in the phone, right? Like a, the S22 Ultra yeah, might be Ultra. like a note, but like if the pen's back in the phone, I think that's the only thing that excites me because it then gives us like a plot. Like Samsung killed the note and brought it back in the Ultra, no. and what it means for the future phones, and we can like you could structure a review around like that arc, which you, you want really to fun. review. It? If you it want happens, <laughs> if, it, if the pen goes back, if the pen goes back, I could do it. If the pen doesn't go back, it's just like another, oh, it's a phone with top of the line specs, then I don't want it. But I'll I, give I you, think the pen could be interesting. I'll talk about my thoughts on the, the S Pen as someone who's reviewed a lot of note phones over the years. Uh, when we get to the S21 FE section of the pod, I, I have some have some thoughts. 
For sure. As personal users, I don't think any of us are into it. But I just I just think from like there are Samsung people that like it and uh in terms of just keeping things interesting, there's not a lot else going on from Samsung phones if they don't fold or flip, you know. I don't really care unless you fold or flip or you pen in there. Amen, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Should we should we catch them all now? Yeah, let's go. Let's let's, uh, catch all the Pokemon. So again, like this is very broadly the Dean Daily Show today. He's a resident Pokemaniac. He's the Pokemon man. One time I reviewed a Pokemon game at the site, and I think Dean was going to kill me in my sleep. What was that? Let's go. It was Let's Go. Yeah. And it was just because of your lack of knowledge in between Let's Go and Pokemon Red. So there was just a lot of gaps in there. It it was my last last kick at the Pokemon. Is it Pokemon or Pokemon? I used to yeah, call it Pokemon, I, and now I call it Pokemon. So I don't know. What I think I was with Bennett when I was like Bennett, and I was like, or at least I was just like, why does he get to review it? And then we went to Might like, have been when we used to like have to walk event. to the train station all the time. Yeah, yeah. I did, did really good Pokemon review. Let's go with event with it. Me or was that Brad? Mm, other Brad? No, I don't think I went to the event. I just reviewed the I game. I don't think so. Right. I know. I think you might have went, Pat. I didn't go. I don't. I don't think I did. I, I, it I must have been other Brad because I think it was also the Smash Bros event. Oh yeah, that's true. I wanted to review it because it was like, that was like my my game when I was a kid was Pokemon Red and Blue. Um, but you, you're not wrong. Like, I don't have much knowledge about the series between, like, I played that one. I played Silver. Um, I never really got into uh, Sapphire and Ruby. That's the Game Boy Advance ones. Yeah, with Lugia. Yeah. No, um, Oho. And then no, I, 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 I like uh, the ones after that. And then I played Black and White, and that was it until Sword and Shield for the most part. Like, I... I just lost touch with the series. It wasn't for me. Um, but bringing it back to what we're actually talking about, Pokemon Legends Arceus has me... Like, I'm, I'm really thinking about buying it, even after reading reading your review and watching some of the leaked footage of the game, because it, it's all over the place. Like, people already have it, which was kind of crazy that Nintendo still persisted with that, with that embargo. Um, but it looks like a very different type of Pokemon game. Like, it's not what we've seen before. Um, uh oh, Dean is offline. That is not yeah. good. Um, Pokemon's Pokemans age old question Should we answer it today? I don't know. Are we Deep offline throws. or is Dean offline? Who it's just Dean? Who left? Okay, I'll take you guys down a little Pokemon journey. I, um, you may have noticed earlier that I made a mistake and I, I called it the wrong name, but I, I know some games, I played them a lot of them, Diamond and Pearl. Played that one a lot. Diamond and Pearl was on the DS, right? Yeah, that's the first DS one. That was when I, I think I was in like grade six or seven, and I had a Nintendo Power subscription, and like it was like the cover story, and I just sort of like getting into like actually discovering games. You know, when you're like young, people sort of like hand you games, like oh game, I'll play that, or you have like a friend who has like Mario Kart, and you're like oh, I always go to Neil's house and play that like Mario Kart game. I think I want that one. Um, but as I've started to become like more of an individual, I guess, as I like, growing up, like reading more and like Pokemon was one of those like first games where I was like reading about it a lot and like really wanted to play it because like I had become wrapped up in the hype cycle and was like buying the game guides before they came out and stuff. I was really excited. The one thing that I miss from the series, and I guess we can talk about this later because we actually have to talk about this new game, but was the, <laughs> the timed events from gold and silver, like where things would, would happen at certain types of times of the day. And there was like a day and night cycle or like. You could only catch certain Pokemon on specific days of the week. Has that ever come back to the series? Um, specific days of the week, I I think so. I don't. I can't remember off a hand. I probably spent the most time in Silver and Gold, so that really stayed like 
that really stayed with me that you can only catch Lapras at night or around 8 p.m. on Mondays. I remember just being yeah, like, why? Me. Like, why? Why is that the only time you can catch a Lapras? Uh, it's so cool. <laughs> I don't think anything... I guess that still isn't in effect in Pokemon Go, if you count that. Yeah. I know there's definitely, like, day-night cycles. Some games have, like, season cycles. Um, but specific timing, maybe? Like, I, 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 there's literally one Pokemon that I've been, like, searching for in this game, and I can't seem to find it. And maybe it is tied to a specific time of the day. And that's why I can't find it. I think being tied tied to times of day is this something that happens. Um, for some Pokemon, but I mean, like specifically, like at like noon or something. Like it's like a it's like a sunny Pokemon, and maybe like you could. This game kind of has its own control, like night. Uh, like you can like rest until day, or like until it's day again, or you can rest till it's night or whatever. Like kind of like in another like other RPGs. Um, so it yeah, kind yeah. of runs on its own day and night cycle, but um. So I don't think there's anything like that that would be actually tied to. But, uh, yeah, it's possible. Before we, taking things like a, a step back, before we get too far into it, like, what is mm. Pokemon Legends Arceus? Why are people like myself who maybe, like, don't really pay attention to Pokemon more interested in this game? Like, set the stage for, for listeners, I guess. All right, so really it's asking. a game, it's a new Pokemon game for your Switch um, that is in a 3D world and i guess the best way to explain it it's just it's kind of it kind of looks like an open world rpg that's not what it is but that's what it looks yeah it's not not, but it looks like one Uh, i think the best example would be a game like monster hunter where you have to um Mm. like you can't traverse the whole everywhere you want when when you want it's not as easy but it's it's open it's there's a lot of openness to it yeah big big open open sections think of the wild area if you've played sword and shield just in a lot of but like bigger and looks better and is more and like kind of the whole game that's like the whole game instead of just being little parts um to explain why it's not like a fully open world game is just that you can't really like you don't have the ability to like travel everywhere you want like you can't i can't fly from one region one end of the region to the other i have to go back to your original base it's called jubilee village you go back there and then you speak to the guard the, the front gate guy and he'll let you go to another part of the, the region but you can't just walk wherever you want they're all there so the village acts exactly, is like the hub yeah. world right uh not from like you could fast travel back to the village and that hub world is and like those each of those sections are so big that they are have like checkpoints or not like they have like little like yeah i would say checkpoints throughout the village so you can tra- fast travel to each of those separately but you can't go back you can't go to another region like, i can't go from the swampy area of Fisui, the, the name of the region to the mountainous area you have to go to the... so what what's the actual like structure of the game right because it's not the same as a traditional pokemon no. game where like you're out there trying to become the the master of all the pokemon and get all the gym badges and all that stuff like the traditional structure we've seen for 
decades at this point. It, yeah, it it's completely different. You, you, you don't do battles to catch you Pokemon can. this time, right? So how it works is, so uh, first, there's no more gyms, no more Elite Four. You are a person who is, I don't know how much I can spoil. This is going to be like after the... Um, this will go yeah. up on Friday, so it'll be like release day for the game, okay, I believe. So this is a, a slight little spoiler. I hope I'm okay to share this. Don't name no, individual yeah. Pokemon. I know that. I know there. Well, I know that this that. is like. Will I be? This isn't part of the embargo, right? Because technically, it's he doesn't want to ruin the story. Is what he's talking about. So people will be able to play. No, I mean Today's it will be yeah, released yeah. Release when day? this comes out. No, Friday when the yeah, podcast Friday, comes yeah. out. So like, okay. Uh, I I think this should be fine to share then. But um, so in like theory, you won't. You're not like you are sent to this world. You are from a Pokemon world that we're you know everything about Pokemon. You're a Pokemon trainer in this world. And then you are now sent to another world where people don't know anything about Pokemon. And you are just kind to like, and they were like, whoa, how do you know how to catch Pokemon? And you're like, ha ha ha. Well, I'm kind of good at it. Um, so then they were like, they try to bring you into this world. You learn more about, um, like you learn more what's going on in this world. It's kind of, it's set in the past, like in a past region. Like, uh, so like there's no, um there is wait so is like the main character like time traveling to this world or they're like sort of like so he's either time traveling or world hopping unsure <laughs> i i i haven't okay, but it, it's not like they like came over on like a boat no, in like a samuel no. champlain way and they've like yeah no no it. it's okay. more like <laughs> it's more like the he discovered a new pokemon region yeah it's more like the god of the, the god of pokemon was like hey i want you to i'm just dropping you off here and catch all the pokemon you can catch that's all he says he drops you off on this new world you, you fall out of the sky the characters are always like whoa this this the character everyone knows that this is a person who falls out of the sky um and yeah so there's no gyms yet there are pokemon trainers are not even called trainers they're called pokemon wielders because they're like rare yeah they're rare because they're no one people people are afraid of pokemon because they're wild animals um so only like i think there's only like maybe 10 or 15 trainers in the whole game um, or wielders and so wait. So that means me. no. So there trainer are trainer battles. battles. You just fight with them multiple times, and as they as you get stronger, they're like, okay, now we feel more comfortable catching more Pokemon and stuff. So they get stronger too. Yes. So what you're telling me is it sounds like a utopia where people haven't like repurposed Pokemon yet exactly. for like, human gain. Yeah. We're like they're making Clefairies like break <laughs> yeah, rocks yeah. in a mine, and Geodudes like like serve people yeah, tea yeah, and exactly, stuff like yeah. that. But our character is coming in. Well, and changing yeah, that. I character. We were, we're, yeah, one hundred percent. Pokemon. The so human then the Oh no. Are you like a Pokemon <laughs> colonizer in this? Like that's what uh, it sounds yes. like. Um, I honestly like that might be the best way to explain it because, uh, the, like I said, there's no gyms in this game. So what you do is there are missions and, um, you have to fulfill the missions sounds to, fun, okay. uh, and because of whatever this world breaking thing is that sends you into this 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 um, new region. Whatever that is doing, um, it's also causing like noble Pokemon, which are looked at like a highly respected Pokemon amongst the clans, um, are acting crazy. So your mission is to uh, calm these create these now like these freaked out Pokemon that are huge and looked at as like kind of like gods, 
and that is your that is now your new mission. But in between that, there are also requests that you can get from side characters. Like so random like random NPCs in the town will be like, hey, like can you do this for me? Hey, I want to know more about this Pokemon. Um can you find it for me or can you give me one or learn more about it? Um and you'll have to do those too. So I guess in theory, like I am giving I have just given out Pokemon to these random NPCs who need it for their jobs. So like one person's like, oh, I want to know more about like making clothing. Uh, do you have a Pokemon that can do, give me silk or whatever? So now I guess I am colonizing that Pokemon and making it now enslaving it to this woman so that Is she that can make clothing. Rumples? Um, <laughs> so there's, so there's a bit awesome. of that. Um, but oh yeah, it's what's what's like drawing you into it what's like what are you finding like is the most fun or what's like um for me uh there's so there's new evolutionary methods like i couldn't say any of this in my embargo um which is uh i guess fun to get to talk about now but there's new evolutionary methods so there are pokemon that i just don't know how to evolve i know they do evolve and i have no clue how to do it because and i'm just the guy who you probably have to find items or whatever yeah or something I don't know. I'm the guy who usually types. I usually knows like how to evolve every single Pokemon, how to do whatever. I've studied it on the website Serbi, but and now I'm just like left in the dark, being like, man, I have this Voltorb. I don't know how to evolve it. it. Usually evolves by level. I've tried giving it stones. It doesn't care about stones. I don't do I, like. I, yesterday I had like my switch right, turned upside original. down <laughs> because he like yeah, there is a Pokemon a that turns I, yeah, upside yeah, yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, maybe that's. Maybe if you do that with this, because Voltorb turns and into And because the electrode. Voltorb does, when, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It just like turns into the red and white side. So was, yeah, it's smart. Yeah, thought, so, honestly, but it didn't work. Um, but I have no clue how to evolve this Pokemon. Or there's a few other Pokemon uh, I have no clue how to evolve. And it's just been like, this is, uh, it's fun, but a little annoying. Also, um, I can't beat the last trainer of this game. Or I, I think he's the last trainer. But it, I beat the so is it harder? Like, That's actually good to know that there's some. Like, it is usually, yeah. usually it is more drink. challenging. I okay. think. Um, so okay. this game, because you're so encouraged to catch new Pokemon and so encouraged to like fill these requests or do this mission, or and your goal is to catch every Pokemon. Like I mean, your goal is always to catch every Pokemon. But I feel like that's more of a main goal now. I didn't have one team throughout the whole game. I just kept switching them out because I was like, okay, I got to catch this Pokemon. Okay, now I have to evolve this Pokemon, um, blah, blah, blah. So there was a lot of that. So now that I don't have a proper team and I'm facing this final boss who has eight Pokemon in, basically. Um, oh, it's just man, like, I huh. hate when they do that stuff. They did that in, like, um, Sun and Moon, too, where you would, like, get in those battles. And it's like, Pokemon, call them reinforcements. You're like, how many guys am I fighting here? I didn't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not, it's not like that. Well, this one, he has a full team of six. And you're like, cool, I beat the whole team of six. And then, he, yeah. then he's like, well, ha, 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 I have this other Pokemon coming to help me now. And you're like, okay, well, I beat the other Pokemon. And he's like, ha, now the other, that, that other Pokemon is changing forms. And now you have to beat him, him all over again. And you're just like, dude. I only have six yeah. Pokemon. Can by I make six up weeks, some rules? Like what? Yeah, my six weeks, my six week six team already lost to you, or already like barely won. I managed to beat your seventh Pokemon, and now it's coming back with a stronger form. Like it's like it feels like a full like anime like uh, experience where like the 
the bad guy just keeps having more and more. And because I didn't raise one team throughout the whole game, because my, my goal has been catching Pokemon and learning about different ones and whatever, I'm just like unprepared for this last battle. Uh, it is post game. Like I've already seen the title screen. Um, I already done like that's like the main. I've already done all the main game stuff. And now I think this is nice. the last game of the post game, last battle so post game. I got two questions for you. One, does it really look awful, like visually? Uh, it looks like Pokemon. So, what do you mean? So, yes, I don't know what that yeah. means. The last one didn't look so, great. So it looks like. Like if you're gonna compare it against any other triple A game, triple A game, you're gonna be like Whoa. on the Switch though. In the context of the Switch is what I'm asking, right? Because like I For know sure. most Switch and you, games, but you gotta gonna... remember that the Switch played Breath of the Wild five years ago, and, and the Witcher Breath Three the looked a lot better than this, the, right? Like the best. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but the best looking Switch game that I have ever seen, and I added this to your review when I was editing it last night, is Luigi's Mansion. Uh, three like oh Luigi's Mansion three looks so good by far the I best forgot all about that game. Really yeah, it I've ever seen like it, it looks it's amazing that that's on the Switch yeah I didn't highlight the visual like effects I think enough in my review because I was like is this a game but yeah it is it is really great yeah, it was like the only or no I did Animal Crossing too but like one of the only games I've ever done yeah. oh no did we lose Dean again um, right, we lost Dean I'll talk about yeah, my... visual quality. Oh, you go. What are you? What are you taking away from like Dean's walk? Do you think this is pushing you further towards buying it or further away? I don't know. I I wish I could like play a demo. Like that's what I really wish. Mm. I wish I could download it, play a demo, Nintendo, give it a shot. Because they the were idea doing more of, demos like, before. Yeah, I don't think there is one for this though. The idea Wait. of like entering, um, like an open Pokemon world and having like a mission where it's like go catch like five pikachus or something like that like that interests me because that seems like something i could do relatively passively like watching tv having it open trying to accomplish that goal like that sort of thing that sounds fun to me because that's what i did with monster hunter so like monster hunter and pokemon combined that 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 appeals to me but then like the missions when i was watching people play play it leaked last weekend on on youtube i think there's a lot of people who just like downloaded a rom and were playing it on an emulator and then live streamed it that yeah for sure that like kind of it looked very repetitive like the mission structure seemed very repetitive it was like fetch quest after fetch quest after fetch quest is that is that accurate dean like what do the missions look like yeah i have like 96 fetch quests available to me right now i think um i mean I've, i've done quite a few of them but um there are a lot of like like just catch this Pokemon and bring it back or find this crafting material and bring it back. Cause there's a lot of crafting in this game. Like all crafting is really important. Um, but, uh, there's a lot of that, but those are all side things. You don't have to do that. Um, in terms of main mission stuff, I feel like it's a lot less repetitive. I mean, if it, it feels as repetitive as going to a gym and try to fight the gym and yeah, it, it it's, it's fine. I, I didn't, I wasn't bothered by the main mission okay, did you find like, it entertaining uh, or interesting at least like the plot yeah i was really i was really entertained um they have now they have like you fight these like i mentioned before no, yeah. noble pokemon and you fight those noble pokemon and like those feel like, like a sir like electrode pretty big bat like like um yeah exactly like a huge electrode or a huge uh uh i don't know uh, the uh scyther's new evolution is called cleaver so a new cleaver 
and you have to kind of like your character as like a person is dodging these Pokemon, this huge Pokemon as it's attacking you as a person, not your Pokemon, Wait. you're not in a battle yet because your Pokemon are too weak to have this battle apparently. So it's you versus this Pokemon, okay, this like huge that. Pokemon, and you're throwing. And you're throwing these kind of like bombs or like you're throwing its favorite food at it and you, you just keep throwing at it and hoping to calm it down a little bit so they can like eat. But they have, they have a huge attack because they're using like real Pokemon attacks. Uh, one of them was a... So when you're saying like, like real Pokemon attacks... Pokemon, and it used like... Like is this like a Nino Kuni type situation where you're like actively running around, it's actively running around, you're in the open world and it's like blasting attacks at you? Sick. For sure. Yep. Super yep. cool. And like, like for instance, like I th- one of them I th- remember was like a dragon type. Oh, yeah. So it's throwing, it's using Draco Meteor at you. Flying around, like meteors falling yeah. out of the sky, and you're like, That's okay, cool. Yeah, you're like dodging this, all this stuff, and you're like, what to do? And you keep throwing these bombs, and eventually you go see it has each health, like the health bar has like little little checkpoints. And once you get to a certain checkpoint, it's tired out. So then you can throw your Pokemon at it, and then you do a little battle, and then. It you defeat it, but then it still has its actual life life bar, and then you do that process over again. But it, it uses different moves that are stronger or harder to ev- evade, and it feels like a boss battle, a boss battle like that I would fight in like a Sonic game. Are you gonna buy this, Bennett? Like you Excuse are? Me. I don't know. I don't want to say former Pokemon man person, just like a former you, gamer. Former gamer. Are you interested in it as someone who like only really dabbles in in video games these days? Yeah, I, I kind of am um, for, like, two reasons. A, because, like, yeah, I have, like, I really do like Pokemon, and I have, like, played almost all of the games. Pretty much, I've played everything since Diamond and Pearl, and I've tried to go back and play some of the older ones, but I've only really done, like, Fire Red. Um, but anyway, I'm, like, feel fit- so old. <laughs> I'm excited about it, and I like how they're taking something different. Will I buy it now? Probably not. Not that I'm waiting for a sale, because it'll probably never go on sale. But I find like in off. this, yeah, I find that in the summertime, I often get like these like video game itches. I just get like this like nostalgic feelings where I get like you know the summertime air reminds me of like going to visit my like grandma and like late nights playing GameCube and stuff. So often in the summertime, I get like these like nostalgic urges to play like Pokemon and Animal Crossing and like Nintendo games just in general from my childhood. So I could see myself like picking this up for like my summertime game because I think I'm more excited to play this on Switch than anything else that's been announced in between now and then unless like breath of wild 2 comes out but yeah that's where i stand yeah i i feel like i feel like it's worth it like i feel like just even it's little changes like when you're in a pokemon battle your character you can move your character so you can kind of see the pokemon battle better like usually you're sitting behind your pokemon well now i'm like okay well i want to go look at the side to get a better (sighs) viewpoint and it can move that. And I'm like, that's but does that mean you cool. lose like the action camera? Where like in Pokemon Battles Before, there used to be like a camera that kind of looks like a sports camera, where it'd be like cutting through all the different yeah, angles. It goes around them. It's like, like an GoPro. NFL. Yeah. Like, does that is that gone then? Because I really liked that. I thought that was yeah. Like, really you fun. lose like, you lose that. Angles. But that wasn't in a lot. Like, of it was games. in some of the newer ones though. Like the last <laughs> Sword three, and I think. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that... it started in Sun and Moon. Yeah. Um, well, it it's I think it's yeah definitely in Sword of Shield had it um but yeah you do lose that but i'm like I, this is cool enough just walking if you're too close to your pokemon and it gets a, it gets a huge attack you get hurt too um which i think is kind of interesting um to catch pokemon like you like you'll see a random pokemon and you can just kind of throw your pokeball at it and 
if it's like a like a some Pokemon like a, uh, will like get caught and be scared or whatever will get just get caught. Other Pokemon will run away from you, and you can just keep throwing Pokeballs at it um, as it's running away. But uh, most Pokemon will um, be angry at you and will try to attack you. And if that happens, then you have to like switch like from like in your quick settings or quick toggle switch from um, items to Pokemon, which I'm like, it's kind of cool. Like that, that's like a an option. Like you have to like switch it, and then you have to throw your Pokeball with your Pokemon beside it, and then it will start a battle. I think I'm gonna get it. Cool. I think you yeah. convinced me. I think I'd enjoy yeah. it. I may not get it right away. I think I may be a little bit like Bennett and take that approach, where when I have some time on my hands, I might pick it up. Like my plan was I'm off on Friday. So I was thinking I was going to get it in the morning, just play it all day, have it be like a chill game to play on Friday. Um, but I don't know. I've gotten into some uh, other games recently that I'll, I'll talk about later on the podcast. So um, I'm not sure if now is the right time for me to dive into a brand new game, but we'll see. Um, yeah, let's hit a quick ad break before we move on to the Galaxy S21 FE. 
Yes. I guess, but also the, it's going after a bit of a different audience in a sense too, right? Not like, to the Pixel 6. It's the same price. I think the Pixel 6 is cheaper, is it not? It is, yeah. Yeah. I guess the Pixel 6, yeah, you're right, because that's sort of the entry there, Google's entry-level take. Yeah, I think it's like Pixel 6 is like, what, 800 bucks? I think FE is like 900, something like that. But, like, Dean, why does this phone exist? Like, why is Samsung... Like, they're already releasing three phones. There's, like, the the standard S21, the S21 Plus, and the Ultra. And they each, in a way, are going after a different audience. That's part of why Mobile Syrup does three reviews of the phones now, whereas we used to do one combined review. There's enough yeah. differences between them that they're targeting, like, a different type of consumer. Why do we have, like, yet another option thrown into the mix? Like, if I walked into a Rogers store right now, and I didn't work here, didn't know anything about phones, and this phone was here, and all the other phones were there, I would have, like, no idea what one to buy. It would confuse me even more than I already would be to begin with. I think uh, the fan edition phones are very much, like, they're they're called FE because they're fan editions. I think they were supposed to be what everyone wants. They're, like, the... Uh, they're, like, the... Like, penal, like everyone likes... To, everyone wants specific specs these are the specs everyone like would want the most they're like kind of the features people want the most um and an affordable pricing so the s21 started out um at more i can't remember i had it up before i closed everything can i take a shot at explaining this i have a theory yeah cool um so my theory is that the s21 fe because it came out after the s21 series lasted longer in the market once the s or the s20 fe yeah the s20 fe lasted longer in the market after the s21 series had come out and i imagine that now samsung is like oh we don't position this as our like summer phone we position this as a separate phone that releases before our new flagships but we can then use all the parts from you know that we've already been incorporated from the s21 flagships you know like a lot of the cameras are like the se with apple yeah, all the internals sort of. are, are similar. So like they can still sell those parts and that market and just like use this phone instead of having to produce three would be like my kind of guess. Like, you know what I mean? The fact that they've now released this a month before the S22 flagships kind of seems to me that it's just like they put it out just to have something to still sell like S21 devices a little cheaper once the S22 hits the market. Maybe they'll still sell them all and I'll be wrong, but it kind of seems that way. It's a weird release. I honestly, I honestly just think it was just delayed. I just think this was Fair just enough. delayed because of parts. Like, there's a lot of parts issues. Chip last shortage. Year. Yeah, chip yeah. shortage. Uh, everyone knows that. Like the FE edition is not like the most important phone. They wanted to get the, the the, um the like the, the flip phone and the fold phones. They use the same S Snapdragon eight eight processor. They were like, well, we gotta, we want to make more of those. They cost more, and people will be more interested in it. So they still, so the, the like the resources went to there instead of going to the S twenty one FE. Do you think but they I sell still... more flips than FEs? Because I think if I went into the Samsung store and they were like, this is the top of line Samsung one, this is the flip, it's a little more, and this one's actually a hundred dollars less and has almost all the same things. I think that like would push people towards towards buying the FE a lot more, you know, than the flip. I think. But the flip like just in FE terms of like, bulk sales numbers, I think that F, like specifically the flip, the flip is like twelve hundred dollars, yeah, and the FE is a thousand dollars. I think people are more willing to pay, and they have the same. They're the, literally the same phone, like not literally the, but for the yeah, most part, everything mean. else, all the specs, same specs, spec I for think, spec, yeah, 
uh, are almost the exact same. I think more people are heading for the flip because of its flipping ability. Um, and yeah, I've it been, might depend on the like, carrier been, deal that's available at the time too. Yeah, and I've actually been seeing a lot of flips in the wild. Not, I mean, I'm not in the wild often anymore because of COVID. But when I am, I've I, I've seen them quite a bit. Um, I I maybe the same. I just I, I figure they're. I still think they're going to put the resources towards the flip over the FE. You're right, and and they rightly should. I think too. I mean, the yeah. flip is where the I I think the future of Samsung phones should go probably. Uh, but yeah, off, FE but... is. I put this in my review. What you loved most and built the ultimate fan inspired phone, so you can experience every day to the absolute fullest. Uh, it's really just a phone they make because fans want it. And uh, honestly, I don't think they should have released the S21 FE. I'm year. not sold on the whole like it. fans. What's the, so like taking fans it back? Don't want it. What's the difference? Like, what is the difference between the S21 FE and like the S21 or the S21 Plus? Like, I know it's well under the Ultra in some respects, but like those two lower end phones, what like what are like build specs? Like, what's the difference? Like literally, there's they have the same display, same 120 hertz, uh, like hertz, variable refresh whatever. rate. It's not yeah, variable. Refresh is it? rate. It's not oh, variable. It? No. Oh, okay. Um, it has uh, it has like a same processor, less RAM, um, same camera. Actually, no, the cameras are not as good. Um, oh, like it's 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 telephoto cameras is less than it's it's not as like good the as zoom? the. Yeah, the zoom camera is not as good, but uh, the main camera is the exact same. Uh, I even think it has the same battery. Like it's same oh battery. no, this battery is less, but it's not. It's I don't know why they released this phone. What they should do is just lower the price of the S twenty one plus, and then that should be it. I don't. I don't what about really the, get. It. What about the build? Like, is it the same build as of a plastic back? Like. Uh, it's back as plasticky. It's matte. It's like it's matte plasticky feel. It feels good actually. The build okay. feels better than the or it feels it feels more solid than the S twenty one plus did. Uh, and it's um like I feel like I'm not going to break it as easily. I don't. Uh, I don't know if your it. review will, will be up by the time this podcast goes up. There's possibility it'll be up the following week, likely. But like. Do you want to summarize your your thoughts on it just to close it out? Like, sure. Was it a, is it a positive? Like, I haven't edited it yet. Is it a positive take on the phone? Like, my guess is it's not. But uh, my last my last sentence or paragraph said Samsung's Galaxy S twenty one FE is a good smartphone offering some flagship specs and a stylish design, but also sports a lackluster screen and a repeated camera setup because they did no difference between the camera setup between the S21 FE and S20 FE. The cameras are the exact same. Um, Unfortunately, this phone costs $949, which is a bit much when you're comparing it to the Pixel 6 and iPhone 13. Like if this thing was like seven hundred bucks, to me it's Maybe. like a much easier sell. Canadian carriers would love that. They'd put it on like some crazy oh, for two-year sure. deal. Even if it was a like the Pixel Six is seven ninety nine. If it was the exact same seven ninety nine, it would make sense. So much. So but nine forty nine is a little bit much for a and this mid flagship hybrid 
like its processor That's... is hybrid but its display is mid and its camera is mid and like smokes mids brutal yeah six <laughs> gigs of ram um i was just gonna say oh, i can't remember what a joke derailed me but um yeah like oh wait, yeah what i was gonna say is like it's called a fan edition but to me it doesn't seem like it's for the fans like, if you're a fan of samsung you get to flip a fold or an ultra right like those are what the real fans are getting if right, it was right? a fan edition phone it would have a cards slot an sd card slot that's all samsung fans keep saying is you hit what it happened? cut this podcast dina's nailed it's it over We're done it's done yeah. yeah you're right is they don't even that's what the samsung fans want they want the sd card slot and they want yeah. like the 40 gigs back. of ram put yeah. the pen in yeah 40 gigs of ram like yeah, they, multiple bluetooth is... streams so you can connect it to your computer and a bluetooth keyboard and a mouse and just work all day on it because it's the ultimate machine that's better than through decks decks <laughs> yeah does it even have Dex? Does the S twenty one FE have Dex? If it doesn't have Dex and an SD Last card year's slot, phones had Dex. That is don't not a all fan have Dex? phone. Isn't that I don't know. Now? I assume I don't know so, either. but I don't use it. Samsung switch. Samsung like features like that just disappear and no one talks about them. Like, will Bixby still around? <laughs> but like, I, I'm pretty sure that the S twenty one series still supported Dex. But it, it's funny. Like, Dex was the marquee feature a couple years ago, and then like we forget it exists. It's well, now they go on stage and they're like, "We work with Microsoft to do Samsung yeah. and yeah. computer. We, we don't, don't need optimize their apps." Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Dude. So everyone was complaining about the Pixel Six's wireless charger and that it's slow. I think it's only twenty watts, but I think every Samsung has only fifteen watt wireless charger. It's not even good. <laughs> I think people wireless want. I think. Sucks in general. I think if fan, I think a fan edition phone would have like that card slot. Faster charging, maybe a big battery, more RAM. But this is just a phone they had. This is just the extra pieces they didn't want to waste. And here it is again. And also, you can't even, from Samsung, you can't buy an S21 or S21 Plus. The only options are S21 Ultra and S21 FE. Like, they kind That's of. That's sort of what I was saying. They're not manufacturing like them anymore. Yeah, like it's used yeah. that manufacturing line as a way to like keep those parts moving forward. Like, they can sell Snapdragon 888 chips for the entire length of the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 market now. It's like kind of below them. Um, that's what it's, it's called, right? 8 Gen 1 is the new one? 8 Gen 8 1, yeah. 8.1, yeah. okay. I've never yeah. said it out loud, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, okay, so it's an awkward now. Yeah. Okay, like so. 999. I guess. Maybe not. That sounds weird to say out loud. Eight ninety. Eight ninety would have been nice, fine. Eight ninety eight. That's fine. Yeah. They're changing their whole naming convention for all of them. Yeah. John did like did a bunch of coverage on it from the the Snapdragon Summit conference stuff in but... Hawaii. I mean, he didn't it's another company Hawaii, that cares about the fans. Yeah. yeah, it's the fans. <laughs> yeah I, I think that they just call it the fan edition phone because like someone in marketing thought that that was a good idea because they can't call it the like S twenty one lesser edition or s21 spare parts Wait, edition I, like yeah what's a better name for it like the s21 bend or s21 I, spare parts bin i S20 honestly think and a half. it started off as like a fan edition thing i think this like the first ever fan edition samsung phone was like people really were interested in it what one was and, it was it the s20 though because that one wasn't that interesting was there I one before that i kind of know what you're saying like it came out in special colors yeah and didn't and come it, out in, whatever the first fan edition was i don't think it came it, out here it also included like some of the features that people. Uh, man, I wish. We the Galaxy have a fan. Note. Galaxy Note was the first one. Yeah, that it didn't, didn't come, come here though, did it? It didn't come here. Yeah. No, but people were. I remember like here in the buzz. 
and people were interested in it and that's why they wanted the fan edition to come here and that's where it came from and then people and now look at it i mean it's again not a bad phone it's i I used it it was fine but it wasn't um like i wouldn't tell you to go buy it i I wouldn't tell anyone to go buy it i mean if they were like a samsung diehard and only had a thousand dollars to spend then fine that buy a pixel buy like buy a pixel or buy an a71 or something save some money yeah Um, exactly at that point why don't you just drop down into the a series yeah because it's like, yeah. what are they running? Like Snapdragon 860 chips or something that's still probably something really great. Like like, the A series are solid yeah. phones too. I know a lot exactly. of people that have them that are like, one. they're not into tech. They're not yeah. like smartphone enthusiasts. Have them too. They just want like a good, a good solid Samsung phone. Like I think my brother's gone through two of them now over the last like seven years or so. And my mom has a flip 5G and she's like, well, just give me another A series phone, Dean, and I'm like, oh, well, I don't, they don't, I don't just grow them. Like I don't have them. <laughs> you grow them. Go to the old Samsung backyard and see what I can dig up. Yeah, tell okay, her about an exploded S six Edge. She wants it. Let's wrap up the the FE no. talk um, and move on to the games that we've we've been playing over the last little bit because we we definitely haven't talked enough about video games on this podcast yet. Um, so like I, I can I can kick it off. Uh been playing a lot of Halo Infinite, still pretty addicted to that game. Starting to get tired of it because I've done like I'm done. I'm done the battle pass, level hundred, done all the the events except for the like samurai armor event, can't remember what it was called. I finished Cyber Showdown earlier this week. Um there's not much for me left to do other than like try to grind ranked and I'm not uh good enough to get past <laughs> Diamond Three. That's what I'm stuck on. So I, I may take a break from it. I've been considering going back and playing some Apex. Um, but the last couple nights, like on a whim on Sunday, I broke down and I finally bought um, the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass where you can play the N64 games because I purchased the N64 controller several months ago thinking I was going to dive super into that because it's like that's my console from when I was a kid, the N64. Like I have so many fond memories of playing those games, um, but I didn't do it. I didn't pull the trigger back then when it first launched simply because uh, the response was so negative. Like there's issues with lag, like Ocarina of Time had like weird water rendering problems and like the mist that's like so prevalent in that game wasn't present period. Um, But when Banjo-Kazooie dropped, I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. Pleasantly surprised by the game. Aged, it's aged remarkably well. It's emulated super good. Um, even some of the games that came out when the expansion pack first launched, like for example, Ocarina of Time, they've reduced the lag. Some of the graphical glitches have been improved. Experience isn't perfect. Don't get me wrong, at least for that title. Um, but it's better. It's it's getting there. And like, I think there's going to be more value added to the expansion pass with every month as more games starting, start to get added to the service. Uh, but yeah, Banjo-Kazooie have had a great time playing that game. Isn't it like 40 bucks? Isn't it like really expensive? I, it's like, I think it's 60 bucks for the regular pass. It's it's like roughly the, the same year? price for the year. 60 bucks yeah. for the year. So the, va- the value is not there yet. It's not horrible, but it's not really there yet, at least at least for me. Because it, it's like attached to everything, right? Like you get the SNES games, the NES games. Yeah, you get, and you get Nintendo Online too, right? Like you don't have to pay for and that And you get as Nintendo well. Online. 
Which but is I don't like think what, it, a $40, $30 thing. It, it doesn't compare to PlayStation Plus or, or Game Pass is, is the big issue. And like, there's the whole, like Nintendo obviously didn't put a lot of effort into the N64 ports that are like the key thing that's part of the expansion pass. You also get a bunch of Sega Genesis games, but I think most people are subscribing for the N64 games. Um, but yeah, I've, I've had fun playing Banjo-Kazooie. It was like my first, my one of one of the first games, um, not like the first game that was like really mine that I, I purchased that was like back in the Game Boy days, but it was like my first N64 game that was mine. Like I went to the flea market with my dad and I purchased it and I have some fond memories playing that game. And it's like a businessman making moves. It, anyone who's not familiar with it, it's like um, it's like uh, Super Mario it's like an old school platformer, right? Yeah, like, it's an yeah, old school like an old Spyro type of. Focused on collecting and stuff and like the level design, some of the controls, everything's aged really well for a game that's like 20 plus years old at this point. Had a good time with it. Um, Can you rewind in those? Sorry. I don't think so. No, but there are save states. Like if you if you're trying to do something like particularly difficult and you want to like you can go back, you you can go. Yeah, I've like shockingly 100 percented three of the three of the levels, which I was never able to do when I was like 10 playing that game. You're a little I think yeah, that's what I kept saying. Trashed. You what? I think the whole service what? is trash. Wow. How does it lack Smash Brothers and Pokemon Stadium? It Pokemon Stadium the... sucks. Pokemon Stadium would be a fun one to bring to it, though, because like, that's a really unique game. You're just gonna roll away now. <laughs> yeah, yeah just gone. like just gone. I because I, I don't. I've talked to you about it before. Like battling isn't. The reason is, why I like Pokemon games, is right? Like GoldenEye on there? No, it's not. There's, there's so many licensing issues with that. Like someone is there else even owns... a Mario Kart. Yeah, there's Mario Kart 64. Oh, the Mario Kart 64 sucks, but yeah, I was just making sure there was at least. It's okay. It's not great. It's not Double Dash. It's hard to go back and play those old ones beyond Double Dash. Yeah. Bring GameCube um... ports. Why don't we have a game like a GameCube remade yet? You game will never Disney. see me again. I'd you. stop working. Because I don't think they're gonna bring those to the expansion pass like nintendo style i think they're gonna do remakes like very very lazy remakes where they're like in hd or whatever and well they already did with sunshine yeah Yeah. and they did uh there's a sunshine hd yeah it was sunshine mario 64 and galaxy all in one pack oh yeah yeah yeah. i know that there's a the toon link one I that's Wind not Waker. on Switch. Wind Waker, the, Wind yeah, that is not on Switch. Switch. Oh, that was that was that's the one rioteable. Wii U. Nintendo Wii U, yeah, 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 it was on the Wii U. Yeah, it was really great. Yeah, though. the the Mario Sunshine remake, um, really good game, aged remarkably well, just like a lot of the other Nintendo games that I've mentioned. But the big problem with it for me was like there's this effect where it looks fine on a CRT, the heat shimmer, like 480p, like the heat shimmer, but you play it on like in HD. It made it made me sick. Like it literally made me motion sick because it makes everything just wave. It's like you're you're drunk or you're high or something the entire time you're playing. It's not uh, it's not fun. I like to imagine Patrick being like, I love Mario. <laughs> I had to stop playing it at one point. Like I could play it in handheld, but I couldn't play it um, yeah, on my TV. It just made TV. me get motion sick. Uh, but yeah, Bennett, I, I know you're you're no longer a gamer. You've you've been removed from the gamer club. But have you been playing anything? Uh, not really. I was hanging out with my buddies the other day. My my, um, my Super Nintendo Mini is at his house. Um, so oh, I played cool. some Kirby Dream Course. You know, I stomped some of those guys. Always good to flex my Kirby Dream Course muscles. We played that any... in the office for a while. Yeah. 
Exactly. But it's like, it, I sure if you, I don't know if you remember, but it's like that game where I just like, nobody plays it because it's like this old Nintendo game and I, yeah, I love yeah, it yeah. so much, but I can't like play with people because I'm just like, it's really hard to learn and I'm too good at it. I'm not trying to like brag. It's like not a game. skill to be good at at all, but like, yeah, I can, it's a good game. I can I switch it. I can drop from like half court. No problem. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's golf, like a but Kirby. golf and pool and Kirby yeah. and lawn bowling and lawn. Like it's, Where yeah, it's was I crazy. when this was being played? I was probably like, I don't know. Um, maybe you left early that day or not left early, but didn't stay later. Had something going on. We only played it a couple times. It was like when we yeah. used to play Halo sometimes after. I remember that. when we first moved into that medium sized room that had the very tiny TV on the wall. We were like, yeah, oh, the one above me in here. Oh, Let's yeah. get the consoles. We got everything hooked up. It was like a 19 inch flat screen. It was like as sad as that episode of The Office, but we were so hyped. And it was hilarious because we were so hyped. 20 and we were hyped about it and literally directly below the tv is your like 32 inch 1440p monitor <laughs> yeah. and we're just yeah. like this tv is gonna change everything <laughs> i used to play uh tony hawk on it because i had that like emulation i remember that. Box yeah. that i built yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That. I was playing halo on it one time actually i think i was just playing halo on your monitor on like uh xbox one or 360 or whatever we had and some like random dude walked in and was just like is this apex and i was just this is Halo. This is Halo. 3, like, what do you mean? This is Halo. This is Halo Three. Have you not often. seen this? This is like ten years old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dean, what have you been playing? Uh, just Pokemon. I mean, I take breaks from Pokemon to play some Apex, but that's pretty much it. What's it? Yeah. What, what's the status of Apex right now? Like, I have not paid attention to it since November or something. I think season eleven starts next week. Oh, so a new season starting. Okay, because I'm yeah, thinking about jumping I, back I into it. Like, week? there's a yeah, new I mean, mode coming too, isn't there? Yeah, there's nah, a new 99. Mode. It's 99. Yeah, Maggie's coming. You know Maggie? You remember Maggie? Personally? No. <laughs> Shut up, Brett. Is that, <laughs> is that the, the Scottish character? She's like, so she wasn't in the game. You never saw her yet, but like, she, there was a game mode, and she was the announcer, and she'd be like, "Hold on to your knickers." And everyone would be like, hmm, is that what you oh, said? Did yeah, you say? Yeah. Huh. But yeah, she's actually going to be like a playable, playable character. Everyone thought she died. And storyline, everyone thought she died, but she's apparently alive somehow. Because yeah, I think I'm going to start playing again unless like, and nothing's going to be coming big to Halo that, I, that I'm aware of. I, th- I think I'm going to get back into Apex. Yeah, get into Apex for like a week or two, then play Elden Ring. I'm never going to play Elden Ring. That is like then the play Horizon of all time. I What's might buy Horizon? Horizon. I did really like the first one. There's a there's a lot of games coming out in February. Oh. So yeah. there's like Seafood's coming out too. I don't know if you're what into that. that. It's like the one where it's like he's like this karate or martial artist and he has to fight through a whole gang, like a few gangs, but ever and then he dies and every time he dies he comes back to life. A little older, but he What is this more, for? Uh PlayStation, I assume, or I or all huh. of them. I've not heard of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it looks really cool. That comes out next month. There's a, there's like a whole like list of games. Like, I mean, this month was kind of boring. All we had was Pokemon, and but like, and it was like next four days from the end of the month. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it comes out the twenty eighth, right? So then, um, but next month has like Dying Light two, Life is Strange. That actually Master. looks exciting. I really multiplayer like the component that it's like all co-op and stuff. I think that could be really fun. I feel like people can really sink their teeth into that one. It looks exciting. First Dying Light I, was really fun. I think that Uncharted thing that uh, Brad reviewed yeah, also a, comes out next next month too. 
Like there's a whole God bunch of War just stuff. hit PC. God next month, Brad. We're talking about next month stuff. Sorry. This month's um, old news. Yeah, this month is old news. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening to the Syrupcast. You can find me on Twitter at, at Patrick underscore Rourke and of course on mobilesyrup.com. Bennett, where can people find you? You can find me just about everywhere at the Bradfad and on mobilesyrup.com. I've got some reviews up. I did a DJI action too. That's pretty fun. Videos. And um, yeah, lots of videos on mobilesyrup YouTube. Lots of shorts and regular YouTube videos as well. And Dean, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at the Daily Dean on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I just reviewed the Pokemon game. I have the S twenty one FE review. If you guys are interested in re- uh, reading that, coming up either and by the end of this week or next week. Uh, and the monitor review. I have this monitor here. It's pretty big. It looks nice. Like- that looks yeah, very it's fun. Like, it's like whoa, it's, like, it's all curved and stuff. Can you see it's curved on this? Yeah, side? yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you can. yeah. It's like cool and pretty. And you'll never sell me on curved monitors ever. You're a fool. I might be because like that one monitor from CES, I I talk about that all the time. I want that so bad. And it's curved. Yeah, Yeah. curved monitors are worth that. But anyways, I have that review coming up before the end of the week, I think, too. I mean it's it's pretty much done. Um so yeah, I got some stuff too. Not only Brent, not only Bennett, I work at Mobile as well. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and as always, you can find all of our content at mobilesyrup.com and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at mobilesyrup. Thanks for listening.